watching Prohibition fall down. What's up, everybody? It's time to wake and bake. If you're already awake, bake some more. Going to get into a little what's going on here. How's your Gucci shirt doing there, Scotty, with I don't know what professional wrestler that is, but some former professional wrestler? Damn. See, that's the difference. We're, we're uh, contemporary. We're, we're close enough in age to be, uh, I don't know, to get it. But, man, there's some things that you just missed, man. All right? You just missed in... Say it was the early 80s. So it's the heyday of wrestling. All right. You had Andre the Giant, you had Ric Flair, the American Dream, and uh, just characters. <laughs> just, I remember me and my brother watching that shit on Saturday mornings, and he's the one that would go, whoo. Yeah. He, I don't know. He's cool. Ric Flair, the American Dream, sir. Wasn't Woo. on juice. All right. All right. <laughs> I thought that was more of the character from uh, Kenny Powers Eastbound and Down at the car dealership there. A little bit of whoop. I bet, I bet they got it from him, man. I bet they did. <laughs> Ric Flair, Golden Boy. By the way, nobody was doing cocaine or steroids back then. It's cool times. No, especially not before any performances. Uh, <laughs> I was rocking my Rastasaurus shirt. If anybody's curious, you want to hear some good, I, I don't care. I'll call it that. White boy reggae out of Denver. Rastasaurus breaking it down. I was just happy reggae, man. I love those guys. Stoner reggae. I guess stoner okay. and reggae is that duplic duplicative why does if you call it white boy reggae, does it take away from it? Does it just, you think it maybe not might not be as good? I don't. It just means something, man. It means something, you know. <laughs> like I say you got to put a happy in front of it, man. Just factual, just factual. All right, today we're doing a little what's going on, guys. Give you a show rundown here. Uh, what would happen? We all didn't have to pretend to do something else for money, which is kind of deep when I say that, Scotty. You're gonna have to explain. <laughs> I don't have to do something. I don't have to pretend to do something else for money. I got to do something else that I'd rather do. I don't know. I'm pretty close to just doing what I'd like to do, which is kind of hang out, smoke weed, do this show, talk about microbes. So I might be a bad example of this, man. But I don't know. Me and you were just bullshitting one morning about the, the things you do for money and how fucking... If it wasn't around, you do a lot different things, man. <laughs> right, I'll start off right now. Get into it. Got some news stories here to be aware of. This first one: Michigan GOP lawmaker wants to create a marijuana blood level limit for drivers. Now, what's up? What's GOP? Does that mean Republican? Yes, it does, sir. And I love that about you. What's it abbreviated for? The Grand Old Party. <laughs> right. Grand Old Party. Yeah, man. This shit was invented a long-ass time ago. And with, we'll talk about how things, how different things were. I mean, you go back 100 years ago. And, uh, yeah, I think, when was that invented? Over 100 years ago, the Republicans, right? God, man, yeah. what the fuck do I know? I I'm proud know. that I don't know anything about that. <laughs> uh, the USDA... When I hear USDA right off the bat, do you think, does it bring you tones of, uh, undertones of, well, good things, bad things? Yeah, USDA? it does. I know someone that works for the USDA, and I think about when I buy my chicken that I'm not going to get salmonella poisoning from it. Uh, just kind of safety. My mom actually worked okay. for the USDA back in the day. She was, uh, she would like do tests on meat, you know, stuff like that. Well, they're developing hemp-based cosmetics and personal care products. So I'm curious what people think about this story. It sounds good to me. Wait, wait, um, wait. The USDA is doing that? You got it. You got it. Huh. Interesting. Agriculture, hemp. I know. didn't realize they developed products, though. I thought they regulated things. We'll see. We'll see. And then Guru found here uh, the PACT Act, oh, P-A-C-T, is... and what it means for stoners. <laughs> All right. Oh, it man, it's, it's, a not, bummer. it's not good so far. 
it's a real bummer it's not good just the crap that gets pulled you know the uh legal crap that gets pulled out from i don't know it it just what is the right word i'm looking for pulled over our eyes the wool's pulled over your eyes am i going for that one yes yes i'm I'm not even that stoned i don't think i've heard that one You haven't heard about having the wool pulled over your eyes? I don't know exactly what that pertains to. I, I heard the other day, it's not a hard one. I know what, hey, I'm going to go hit the hay means because back in the day, you right. hit the hay. Go to well, sleep. What, what if a wool is like a wool blanket or something like that? So they're going to cover your eyes, man. You're going to, you can, you can, I think there's something with you can kind of see through it a little bit. Whoa. Wow. Man, deep. I like <laughs> But <laughs> depending on how the wool, regardless, before we jump into the show, dogrows.com forward slash support come on over check it out ten dollars a month gets you all the member benefits and makes this show happen no joke uh, we hook you up with access to the dudegrows.com produces page where you can get order free seeds from seeds here now for new members 30 percent off real growers recharge as well as access to the ddc discord shout out to maestro and soup and everybody else i don't hate to leave people out on the discord server helping growers all kinds of things going on there no hey, monthly hang on. i'm so dude I was, i'm supposed to jump in every now and again enthusiastically about the dgc which is kind of very easy for me to do guru we were just talking about you were explaining what what the adpocalypse but basically just another scraping of of information, uh, unpaid-for un, uh, information from YouTube and, it, what is it, Instagram, Google, basically, right? Yep, yeah, it's pretty much blocking or making you have to opt in for all the tracking and uh, advertisements that they're going to serve you. If, and, you. if you are an Apple user, which is a big base of phones right. in, in the United States. It sounds, I mean, that sounds actually good, but my point is it gets really hard. They put all these new, I don't know, tweaks to the algorithm in there and it gets really hard. You break your bowl like that, dude. (laughs) (laughs) It gets really hard to get your content out there. People will talk about us being shadow banned all the time or like I've been searching for cannabis information for several years and finally came upon you guys. So it's, uh. I think it's important to support uh, the actual show, you know, the actual dudegrows.com. No matter what happens, the information is over on dudegrows.com. We have several, I will use the word again, it's duplicative over there. No, it's duplicitous over there. We've got several places we keep the information. Uh, YouTube could, you know, whatever whatever they want to do to us because of the DGC and because of the patrons, we're actually able to afford to privately store that information. By the way, dude, somebody said this to me one time. If you try to privately store all that information that we have on YouTube, like in filing cabinets. No, meaning that if we were to have a server in the, you know, whatever, an Iceland server, it costs, you know, what? thousands of dollars it would definitely cost in a thousand dollars a month to host all that information uh google gives it to you for free and youtube gives it to you even if you got extra they'll give it to you for 10 bucks a month that don't sound fucking shady man <laughs> well i know <laughs> you do spend just to know where your membership goes uh thousands with an s dollars uh to to, to have that site running every year, thousands. I don't know how many, but there's there's more than 1,000 there. Yes. As well, taking care of the team here, guys. And don't forget always the monthly giveaways. Right now, if you're already signed up or want to sign up to win a Pulse Pro Grow, Grow Monitor, it's pinned right at the top and you're logged into Patreon. Look under recent posts, just make a comment, and you are entered to win for the May 22nd giveaway, I believe. Right, It's in the May 20s. Um, and excellent. Check out, if you guys need more information, just go to pulsegrow.com. They have two different monitors at two different price points, and it will it can save your ass, save your grow, and help you improve your grow. No joke, one of the best devices out there to have in your grow. If you've got everything else rocking, 
Oh, fuck, man. You hookers up yet? No, I'm doing a science project with uh, with uh, Lil Real, where she's doing a seed starting project. So I put her little seed in the cup into the grow room. And uh, she came out this morning all excited and walked in the grow, opened up flower you know right didn't she didn't understand flowering the lights were off opened up the uh veg area <laughs> and just completely you know disturbed the light cycle and she's like hey look i got my plant and i'm like ah i'm so glad you're interested in plants <laughs> yes it was rough man so we'll see what happens Newgrows.com forward slash support only a minor interruption in your light cycle you should be good right although they're should the be most fine. sensitive should first be like fine. two weeks most sensitivity to, to having the light cycle interrupted when it's dark, for sure. We were actually uh, in the grow yesterday, or in, not really in, in front of the grow, uh, planting all sorts of pepper seeds, uh, just all sorts of cool stuff, 15 different herbs. Dude, I was thinking of you while I planted like four different types of habaneros where you're just like, don't plant the fucking stuff you're never going to use, man. Plant. I also planted some Tabasco, all sorts of good stuff, man. Good peppers. Nice. Yes. Got to have peppers. I'm having trouble growing peppers indoors right now, which is kind of funny, but uh, hopefully we'll get it dialed in. I'll save it for Grow Talk. Yes, uh, dude. I can't help but think about the point of that it costs us thousands of dollars to host this information, uh, you know, independently. But YouTube is, and Google are doing it for free. That don't sound shady to you, man. That don't sound like the most brilliant way to get access to your information. Dude, we'll do your pictures and all your files, too. It's cool. It's free. It's like you got a nice car or boat. You could store it here for free. You won't mess. (laughs) You could buy a car. You could take mine for free. So big deal. It's going to serve you some ads. You know what I mean? Every now and again, it'll take you somewhere, okay? Uh, let me get into the show and see who is growing some dank out there. This is good hey, shit. And yo, hang on. Just we did that dank nugs contest. What is the second week? It's working. That nugs are fucking insanely dank. It's going to be really uh, tough competition this week, man. I only picked this one because it's Point Break, one of my favorite movies of all time. No, not really. It's dank ass bud too. But this is Point Whoa. Break, bred by Surfer Seeds. My posted by Mike Mike Stone. Uh, dude, looking good. Come on. When you get bags like that, you're like, holy fuck. Quads, baby. And this is where marketing worked. You know how I shit on sometimes. Why'd you name it that, man? Come on. God's pussy, whatever. Cream crack. But when I was in the dispensary in California, I bought Point Break because I like that movie. (laughs) It was good bud, too. Man. Call me out. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's just the way human nature works. I'm taking some marketing stuff. And like, remember, I make fun of the cookies guy that was like, I'm like, why are you standing in line? He's like, because everybody else was. And uh, that's just human nature. Like, that's the way things work. It was actually, it was, they were talking about how much extra energy it takes to actually do something independently than it takes to just follow the crowd. Because if the whole crowd's wrong, just blame the whole fucking crowd. If you're wrong <laughs> independently, you got to own that shit, man, you know? Yes, yes. Um, all right, what are you what are you talking on today? You got a joint rolling there? I do have a joint rolling. I want to exemplify some of Banner's bud. We're always having fun. Uh, Guru, do we have a nug cam on? Yeah, check this butt out in the nug cam. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Trim <laughs> job's getting questionable. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to say trim job, man. It's just the trim on it, all right? But uh, yeah, he doesn't really trim it very much, man. And first, especially, man, just hooking me up. But it's kind of fun to get this. And then I'll sit here. I don't have my good scissors. I got 
just the ones you steal no. from the kitchen. These oh, are the ones that your wife will come out. My wife will come out. Like, I don't know. She doesn't come to their bakery that much. She'll be like, oh, here's where those are. Thank you very much, man. So Ooh, I'll the, do it. Man. The I'll silicone it. spatulas. She was pretty upset when we use those for <laughs> making hash. I was just about to ask how you lose spatulas, but yeah, I forgot. I forgot <laughs> hash. <laughs> I will have to give, give it up. Well, we were talking a little before the show, and uh, uh, Scotty was saying, you're saying sometimes you're feeling the joints might be getting you a little too high, depending on how how, how the quality of the cannabis. So, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we definitely. solved it. We're going to have Scotty smoke just straight CBD joints from now on. So, uh, I Did, did I agree to that? Just being real, <laughs> did I agree to that, or did I uh, repel that? I said, no, no. That doesn't seem very real, sir. <laughs> I think it'd be worth doing the mix, man. Custom blends. You know, I like to blend some shit up. We'll transition to what I like to medicate with at times. Right. Um, I was just chatting with the boys at Hanover Hemp, and uh, they have some good CBD flowers. So I was like, uh, I'm hopefully going to be getting some. And mixing that, when you have a really strong uppity strain, you're like, you know what, maybe I want to go 50-50 with some straight CBD that tastes good and see how it lightens up your strain or has different attributes, maybe more relaxing. I don't know. I think it would be I will give that a whirl. I kind of poke fun at some of the things about that, and it's just kind of just kind of just poking fun. You are right, man. If it does mellow it out, I know because it does fill some cannabinoid receptors, I'd be interested to try that, Buzz. I, 100%. I mean, we've talked about before where uh, I didn't want to finish the 12 Buds of Christmas and smoke a right. supercharged joint with Ramo before I had to go pick up my kids from school. I told him I'd be too high, and he said, don't worry, dude. We'll give you a CBD dab. You'll come right on down. Hey, I will say that Hanover hemp, the CBG flower yeah. that they have, that's like 12% CBG, that mix 50-50 with regular weed is like the perfect nighttime buzz. Yeah, I, I have some here somewhere. All right, I got some questions. I'm token on some, my buddy made up some bubble hash. He's not much of a smoker. I said, well, of course, give me a chunk and I'll you know give you some evaluation on it. I'm just throwing it into a bowl. And it seems like when I put um, my wick on it, it just I can get it. I can get hits off of it. It's it does like a sizzle. And I'm wondering if it's too wet and how I can tell. Like I got the block here. Like when I just it right now, it's just like a it's like almost like a pulling a tootsie. No, it'll it'll sizzle. Good bubble hash. That actually looks like really good bubble hash. Now take it and just squeeze it between your fingers and make it really, really flat, man. And that's the best way for the bowl, for hitting on and a bowl. And then put it on top of a bowl or in a bowl. And then it should, if it's really good, it should just catch fire on the outside, like white ash on the outside. And just, you should be able to hit that for like a minute straight, man. And it'll make you right. cough. If it's, <laughs> the only thing is if it smells musty at all. No. Uh, then good. Oh, yeah. I've seen it, that, man. That's if it beautiful. smells musty at all, you don't want to smoke it because it's it's starting to like decompose. Yep, but a real flat disc, maybe I don't know, half the size of a dime. Okay, I'll take it. I mean, so far I'm liking it. I don't have my hot knives handy. I see here. You have a little uh, I was explaining to a friend, a young, a younger friend. You know, I work with a bunch of guys in their twenties here, and I was explaining. I was like, "Anybody know what hot knives are?" And people kind of knew, so I painted them a picture. I was like, "Remember the swirly uh, ovens or the swirly stovetops? They're still out there. They're still out there." But you know, twenty-something-year-olds, a lot of them are like, "Yeah, okay, kind of." And I'm like, "You'd put the knives in there. You'd get them till the tips glowed red hot." 
And then you take the top of a two liter bottle we would take and just cut the well, last few inches off of it. So you went like that and you would just suck up the heat from the knives. You would yeah. take the, the hash, put it on top of one knife, squish it with the other knife and uh, you would suck up the smoke that came up and it and it, really hard. It looked really funny too because you're sitting there with like holding a two liter soda bottle in your mouth by the like end of it. And then the two knives and like trying to suck it and aim it and get it all yeah, in there. It's a interesting. Thing. It's a dabbing. Thing. Dabbing has come a very long way. Those were and concentrates fifteen I mean, years ago, man. Yeah, that was ten years. Uh, ten years ago, right? Yeah, that was people were still doing that. And then dabbing came on, and it moved to like red hot titanium nails. And then people found that quartz and uh, silicon carbide and all that ago. other shit was cool. You know what's weird, ago. dude? But did you know what? what's weird is that as big as concentrates are now. Hash was not big at all back in the day. It was a hundred percent flower market where I was at. I don't know about a lot of places. I don't know about the states you were in and the state I was in. Hash was an automatic felony. Any type of hash or concentrated really? cannabis, yeah. uh, they treated it like you'd get automatic manufacturing of controlled substances. Jesus, and, like it, it basically like hash in Virginia was treated like methamphetamine. Wow. Mm. A a Schedule 1 version of methamphetamine. It is interesting how, like, hash wasn't enough to turn everybody away from flour. And it's true. I don't find hash better than flour. But these crazy concentrates that are coming out that are the essence of the flour seem to be enough to have a lot of people just enjoying those. So we're like guru pretty much. I I never see you smoke flour, man. So, like, at home... I haven't smoked a dab in the last two days. I've just been, just been smoking flour at home. Interesting. So, like, I go through phases. Sometimes I'll be dabbing way more heavy than I am smoking. Sometimes I'm smoking way more than I'm dabbing. Just in terms of, like, what I bring up here, right. the portability of the dabs and, like, not having to bring my, my own bong up here because there's some – we need some cleaning services with bongs. <laughs> with I, wish bongs. That, I wish they had, like, Cintas, like the – where they come to restaurants and give them like <laughs> new, new racks for and stuff. bongs. For bongs. That would be sweet. You get like, like a car deal. Put that one up there for in future, maybe. No, the car detailing and they, they'll clean your bongs for an extra 20 bucks. Sounds yeah, like, that would, sounds like a good add on. That would be awesome. <laughs> I'm tempted to do the car detailing, actually. I have not washed, I mean, I vacuum, but I have not washed my Land Cruiser in probably eight years. Just lets the rain kind of do it. I was like, well, I wonder what this thing would look like if I let somebody detail it one time. Uh, I actually did that a couple of days ago. Just put on the tunes, went outside, vacuumed the cars all up, man. And just, uh, it's cathartic, okay? It's therapeutic, sir. <laughs> all right, I got some good comments here. Uh, this is double A happy. I like it. Double A happy. It's as great content as usual. I've been binging while working for three months now and really enjoying the solid knowledge with different viewpoints. Appreciate it. That's kind of what this cast, are we a cast, is about is different viewpoints, man. Wow. A cast, man. <laughs> Certainly a character, sir. Unfortunately, I'm still in Prohibition land, so anything I may have from the years has to remain clean and dry. So if it happens to get wet and dirty, then I accidentally spill some recharge <laughs> <laughs> on there, and I'll have to cut them down when I notice it. So That's, that's awesome. awesome. Are you sure it's uh, not your brother doing that? You never know. That's just like Seeds Here Now sells those souvenirs. Don't get them wet or dirty. Don't get them wet or dirty. All right, this hey, is... Uh, you You found this one, this one. I don't know how to take this one, man. <laughs> I think this might have been the Rolling Stoner, actually. Um, this is from that, Levity that, Love... Okay. What's that? That, that picked this one? I'm wondering... Okay, this one's odd. 
Levity Love Day. Because everybody needs to watch, again, this is another suggestion, Kiss the Ground. Which Yes. we uh, And then Kiss Scotty's Feet. Well, that's just because there's Bacillus Subtilis in there, buddy. That's interesting. I don't know. It's, it, yeah. Not my thing. People, hey, there's all kinds of different fetishes out there, okay? I, I'm, whatever's your thing, you know? Not Kiss my thing, feet. man. Not my thing. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, but, but don't make those people feel bad that it is, okay? You're making a, a weird face. No, no. I'm just staring at you being really high, hoping it's not your thing, man. You know, like, not, oh, now I just got the imagination going, man. <laughs> Guru, do something quick. I like to kiss my dog's feet, okay? <laughs> there you goes. go. Thanks for putting that in there, brother. All right. So it says <laughs> reverse our carbon footprint. Apparently, we only have 60 harvests left. Shit's real. That's saying 60, like, agricultural harvests out That's there. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, but it just get You know, Dave Montgomery's yeah, so a buddy of mine, uh, Dirt, the Erosion of Civilization. Actually, this uh, uh, Josh Tickle, the guy that wrote Kiss the Ground, I was super into this book. I was actually trying to get him on the show. Now he's a big celebrity. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to try again. But I'll watch, you know, we get winds here in Colorado. It's really windy and it's dusty. And I'll just show my daughter. I'll be like, hey, because we have to, like, take care of our own road here. I have to buy dirt and sand or whatever to, uh, uh, to fill in the road. So it's just like a little private road and we'll just watch it sometimes 50 mile an hour winds and we'll watch the dirt just blow away and yeah. i'll just the only i'll show my daughter i'll be like you see that blowing away i go look at the grass over there do you see any shit blowing away off the grass no and the idea is if you have you know grasslands or or you know if the if land is working the way it should uh, then the grass holds the soil in. All those roots actually give the soil some structure. Uh, when those plants die, they decay in the soil organic matter. Uh, when animals come over and graze on them, uh, they, uh, they create fertilizer and more, more soil organic matter. And that's how you build these beautiful soils up. And, or, and or, I was going to say the opposite is like what we're going to be dealing with up uh, the Poudre Canyon this summer, where they had a ton of fires there right. uh, last summer. This summer, when the melt happens, there's going to be a ton of landslides and stuff because, and soil erosion is going to be happening because there's no roots and actively growing anything to hold all the, yeah. that land mass together. And it's on pretty steep slopes. So there will be some slides for sure. Yeah. I mean, with, with this, the soil that, <clears throat> that they're growing, I'll see them growing corn in this terrible soil right off I 25, and it just looks like sand. And what happens is the same way as when my road blows away at 50 mile an hour winds, that soil yeah, blows I like that away. analogy. Well, yeah, well, all I'm saying is, though, you can only have, you know, how many, how much topsoil do we have left? And it's not a ton in some places. And once the topsoil's gone, good luck. You better start, you know, growing in rock wool, buddy. You know, dude, this is another super Walmart, man. Parking lot, baby. That's interesting. Hey, I was going to say, though, I'm getting ready to talk to Rob Dunn. I got my fingers crossed. I'm supposed to talk to him in the next day or two. And I like this guy. He's a biologist. He's a professor. But his, you know, his, uh, uh, what would I say? What he wants, his message is that it has not all been done yet. There is a whole bunch left to discover. And it, they were talking about how he was working on a project to discover microbes, plastic eating microbes. Uh, mm -hmm. There is there is so much left. And there's people that he's trying to inspire, like young people to actually do it because we can solve these problems, whether it's the carbon problem or uh, keeping uh, recycling and getting things into the soil, soil, soil organic matter from recycled products. Uh, there is so much going on. I actually follow soil microbes in, I don't know, one of these Facebook, not feeds. It's a, 
I don't know, somehow I follow soil microbes, get all these articles from it. And I mean, just check these out I found this week. Single-use plastics are converted into fuel for jets and diesel engines by breaking the material down with household products. It's an enzymatic, it's, I think it's either microbial or enzymatic, but it's something living that they found that breaks this plastic down or these plastics down. That's dope. And they can make it into a liquid jet fuel. You know, there was another one, Guru, I'm sorry. What's the other one say? It's something about uh, meth, because the big problem when uh, things decompose, they decompose into methane, which is a greenhouse gas. It's way worse than CO2. So this is another one. Uh, new, uh, this is climate-friendly microbes chomp dead plants without releasing heat-trapping methane. This is another game changer, and these are starting to come out. These Climate-friendly microbes, meaning they're like designer microbes. They're made. They're no, they no, no, they're discovered. You can remember okay. we were talking about you could go out to the forest and turn up, a, uh, you know, turn up a, you know, a whatever, find some fungus, turn up a stone. And there could be a new fungus that hasn't been classified yet. It hasn't yeah. all been done. Like 10 percent has the amount of uh, we know less about the microbiology that is in soil mm -hmm. than we do about the, the bottom of the ocean. And we know more about space than we know about the bottom of the ocean. So, right. It's, it's pretty. There's so much biological diversity I hidden don't know. in soil. Sure? Yes. Every single antibiotic we have these days is discovered from dirt or dust or Bro, floating yeah. around. Um, and a lot of them are getting like, res like resistance is building up to all of those. The only way to find new ones, um, they did it in the UK. They had these like microbe trapping boxes, and they ended up finding a whole new class of antibiotics they, that they can use that there's not resistance to in uh, someone's backyard garden in London. Uh, so like the just the amount of diversity that's everywhere that hasn't been documented, especially in soil and the like microbiology level is just ridiculous. We there's yeah. so much we don't know. And that relates directly to our gut health, too. And the microbiome on our skin and the virome that infects the microbiome on our skin. It just there's so many layers that they're peeling back and finding more and more and more yeah. about that. It's like an onion. And we have definitely not gotten to the center yet. So that is my point is there's a lot left to discover. Inspire your kids. Tell them about it. Subscribe to microbes on your Google feed. And uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool stuff. It's definitely uh, gives you some hope. That's for sure. Watch fantastic fungi. I agree. I agree with most of what Guru said. Other than we know more about space than the bottom of the ocean. That one's tricky because space is pretty. I mean, it's the universe, dude. And there's well, like, we mapped it out. We got damn satellites up part, there, tell a little bit of it, stuff, some of it. Like I mean, microbes were li we're literally relying on grad students being like, "Hey, man, I'm going to study this for my papers." And be like, "Oh, cool." Tell me what happens. Maybe you'll find something. Literally, I'm, like I said, Rob Dunn was telling me about how you get funding for this and they're working their butts off to discover new classes of microbes, new, I think it was new genus of microbes, actually, that uh, are able to able That's to dope. solubilize and able to do things, you know, able to outlast others. It's neat. Hell yeah. I'm excited for your hang with him. And, uh, yes, I think I'm going to smoke you know. a CBD joint then. I don't want to lighten it up. I don't want to get too up a little bit. I don't know. He's a professor. I don't think. And like I said, in one of his lectures, they definitely definitely says, please don't smoke any more weed because uh, it seemed like that one guy just got kicked out of here. Like that's how the lecture starts. <laughs> <laughs> so other people get him, obviously. Let's take it into what's going on here. So what would happen if we all didn't have to do something else for money? You're kind of saying, like, what if you were set? 
No, just if we didn't. I don't know. I was more thinking. I was just watching. Me and you were hanging out, and I was checking out all this temptation that was all around. Like no matter the TV was on tempting you. You actually. <laughs> You have this, what is it? It's not butter video, man. Still not butter coming up. We'll, we'll, we'll get it. Yeah. In anyway, it just talks about temptation and just all the things that you want. And, and you know, it's like I asked my buddy one time, I go, more money, more problems. Because my buddy is a really successful guy. And he goes, more things, more problems. More things, more problems. But I was just thinking how everybody, I'm I'm guilty. As, as the song goes, I'm guilty of materialism, you know. But uh, I was just kind of thinking about how if you could let that go, how lift, different your life would be. If you really didn't need any of this stuff, you know, if you didn't fall trap to it you know i mean for you you got pissed off because i said a five thousand dollar mountain bike and you were like fuck that man that's a good investment but <laughs> if, you, if you didn't need all that stuff how different your life would be man i mean yeah it's don't get me on my soapbox you know i mean any type of toys that are fun and keep you in shape and younger sure. i'm all for but um if you were saying basically you almost to me were just describing in a way like well, you could become amish no, what but <laughs> not Amish, but like, uh, you're talking right. like if there were an alternate reality where there was not like money you had to trade your time no. to buy things you wanted with, and like it was a barter and trade economy type dealio, or no, all right, here's really what it is. I'm reading this book called One Straw Revolution, and it's all about right. this guy. I'm, I don't remember his name, it's a Japanese name. He's in Japan, he works for like the USDA and a really good job there, but it's the Japanese, you know version of that and he just walks in one day has this like flash man and he just walks in one day and says i quit he goes i can't do it anymore i quit and then he just becomes a farmer and he studies nature and he's just watching how simple it can be you don't need to do anything really he says you need to like trim the branches the old branches up basically give them a pruning and then understand the cycles of the earth where you leave the land fallow and you have animals graze on it sometimes and and all this stuff to where he goes it's just so simple to make enough grain to feed you know a lot of now, people, hold on. a decent you sound like amount you're of talking people like this perfect garden of eden i mean you know becoming even People that me and my wife have talked about it. Wouldn't it be fun eventually to, to, to buy like a hobby farm? You know, so it's not super serious. We can have some side money and we got to work it. But even having like a few goats, or like, I mean, it's work. It's time. When you're growing shit, you have to, unless you're in a. It's called homesteading. What else you got? Homesteading is not easy. You got to, you, you do everything. But what if, you know, they were saying 100 years ago, one in every four people were farmers. They were basically feeding their family. So if you were doing that, you didn't have to go catch Game of Thrones. So you were, <laughs> you know what I mean? You were just hanging out. They could use podcasts then for the, uh, but you know what I mean? You're whatever, plowing your fields or moving the goats or whatever the hell it is or sowing seed. Uh, and it takes you all day or all day and all night. And that's the thing is to grow your own food, to have tons of pride in it. They were talking about flavor that when you taste this rice and barley that you've grown yourself and these fruits that you've grown yourself, how much different they are, but you're also a little jaded since you grew them. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, not jaded. The opposite. You know what I mean? You're favoring them. You're like, wow, man, yeah, these, yeah. it is amazing what I what we pulled out of the earth. And 
it was just neat. And he was he, the thing that made me really think about it. He said, you can do all that and be a farmer and have tons of success. And then somebody will come and just tons of success, making really great food and feeding your family and feeding your, you know, whatever your neighbors. And then uh-huh. somebody will come over and be like, dude, you can do like five times the amount of this if you get a tractor. <laughs> You know, you just get attracted to make payments on it. It's fucking easy. You know, man, if you just get better seed and just start planting uniform seed, man, and like the, you know, rows, you'll do way better. And then it turns out, yeah, they fucking grow. You know, hey, you could do another two crops a year out of this if you just use fertilizer instead. And it's just it pulls things out of balance. And the next thing you know, you're doing things first off for money. And that's when it really does pull things out of balance. But uh, yeah, and then you're doing you see things that from- even too. Yeah, you just you're reminding me. Just I'll bring cannabis into it a little bit. Sure. Start doing things for money, Ooh, or go. when you see the grower that is reliant that has to get this next grow off, yep. and there's a problem, and that's where sometimes misuse of products come in in the cannabis industry. Sure, uh, for sure. And or I've heard of people that really, um, you know, they grew for the free market and enjoyed it, but now that they're not, it's really fun to grow. It's not as much of a job. Or some people that have gone into commercial cultivation because they thought it'd be so awesome to work with cannabis plants, but now you're transplanting 300 plants on one gals to five gals and what like it takes. Yeah. Hey, my guys do it with bamboo all day. They'll do, they'll do a thousand bamboo cuttings and not cuttings, divisions, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, with a sawzall. Sounds laborious. Laborious. It's very laborious. These guys love it. They absolutely love it. They love the plants. They're super proud when a new thousand come out. And uh, they love what happens when you put those guys in a cubicle. (laughs) (laughs) We we might have tried that this morning. (laughs) Oh my god, probably wouldn't have gone well. Awesome, man. I love these guys because you go, Hey, look, man, I need to send you something in an email. And they go, I think maybe I got that when I got my phone, but I don't know. (laughs) An email is just completely irrelevant to any of those guys, man. Yeah, yeah, that's that can be that can be a good thing. Yeah, it just makes you think. By the way, this guy did this, I think, in 1987. He just, he just kind of threw up his hands and and went old school. But you think about one like a hundred years ago, one out of every four people was a farmer. Man, it's a trip to think that. Like my buddies over at the at the nursery, they were always farmers, and that's how they grew up. And they couldn't go in cubicles. No way. It's too too quick, man. Too fast of a movement there, man. Uh, Hey, I will say this, though. They are not seduced by wants over there. They'll drive old pickup trucks. They want something that runs. They get them someplace. You know, they collect things. You know, they're into guns and hunting and things like that. But tell you what, they they got some wants and guns. But they don't collect the trophies. It's not like you go to their house and they got the trophy, uh, you know, kills all over the place. They eat it yeah. to feed their families. And they're proud that they're good hunters to go out and feed their families. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just a different thing, man. It's fucking awesome. Yes. <laughs> yes. Are you impressed, man? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I said, the whole, the whole want thing has uh, definitely been tripping me out lately. Yeah, sorry for the pause. It's just the hash is working. I was listening, learning with you in public. Yeah, and, uh, it's the the weeds work, and I should start doing the CBD a little bit, huh? I do like the convenience, though, man. I mean, if I was a one in four family farmer, you know, working my land and all that shit, and I had to rely on that, I would have no energy at the end of the day. You couldn't have these sport hobbies, you know. I would right. be able to go mountain biking. I mean, it just be when you're done. It reminds me actually when I did do tree work for a few years, like I, that was my workout. It was good to go every day. It didn't matter. So, regardless, though, uh, 
good conversation. We got some news coming up. I'm going to feature the pros list, dudegrows.com forward slash pros, guys. I'm just going to go tell you over there and go browse what we got, man. We got CBD products, we got breeders. Uh, every year on the pros list is vetted for by the DGC. Been using their gear, shopping for your grow. You need some lighting, some radical bags, grow containers. All the coupon codes are listed, dudegrows.com forward slash pros. Check it out. Vote with your dollars. Would that make a good t shirt? And, What's uh, that? Which, which one? Pros? I'm just, all I'm thinking about dollars. is, I don't know, man. I don't tell anybody to do anything these days, all right? But uh, I think for April Fool's Day next year, we should replace the pros list with just poetry, pros, you know? Just, <laughs> just, just pages and pages of pros. No, that nothing. works. That works. That works. We'll have to remember, we didn't do anything for April Fool's this year, did we? I don't think so. It was very. It was not a fun freaking time this year, right? Yes, we did. You shaved your head for April Fools, no? Oh, that's right. That's right. Maybe next year for real. All right, news. Let's hit this news. See if we can stay on point here. This is Michigan. This is out of the Detroit Free Press. Uh, Michigan GOP lawmaker wants to create a marijuana blood level limit for drivers. Um, Michigan huh. lawmaker wants to specify how much of the intoxicating chemical contained. Man, they make it sound bad. <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> Can be in someone's blood in order for that person to be deemed a dangerous driver. Hmm. So we've covered this a lot. Obviously, this is hard to do. Um, I would like seems- to see. Uh, sorry, I would like to see evidence that if you have, if you ate 150 or like my tolerance, I could eat 150 milligrams of edibles. Could wake up the next morning and I'm pretty goddamn normal. As a matter of fact, I'm. I won't say completely normal, man. Strike the whole normal thing, but I can drive. <laughs> you know, uninhibited. So. Yeah, this bill, they're trying to do the limit uh, bill. If you guys want to follow it, fight it, get your shit out there that you can. HB 4727 uh, essentially aims to craft a similar number for marijuana intoxication. The limit would be five nanograms per milliliter. Uh, so that would be Wait, low. that's a tiny bit, man. That's a tiny bit. Uh, do you, do, hey, Scott, do you think you are ever no. under that? After I go on vacation for a week and don't smoke, I still would be under that, man. If I were to ever go on vacation for a week and not smoke. Man, yeah. And then, so then they go into a story, of course. They say, we have to ensure that there are appropriate punishments in place when drivers make a misguided decision to put their lives of others in danger by driving under the influence of THC, Hornberger said. This legislation, though, it wouldn't undo what happened to Lily Lays, but I'm hopeful it will prevent future tragedy. So they're featuring a story. This was about uh, apparently Nicole Lays. It's a driver that had THC in her system, causing death in a tra- uh, crash, which that could be horrible. I mean, anybody could be, I've said this before on this show, but like in, anybody can be in a fatal accident. You never know what's going to happen out there. Right. And right. you can be completely sober and you're going to be turned immediately into a, because a fatal crash, they're taking all kinds of tests on you, right? And you're yeah, going to be a criminal. I do just public service announcement. If you're a new stoner, and just a uh, regular broad, probably not the best thing to drive when you're high if you just started smoking. Just throwing that out there. Well, anybody should know. Anybody can be too high know your limits. to drive. I have definitely sure. taken um, mainly with concentrates with my quarter dabs. Like, no, I'm good. I wouldn't drive right now. But like Scotty's saying, man, either way, even if I, after the fact, you're going to be above the said nanogram limit and you could be facing half of your life in prison you don't know unfortunately if it's a fatal accident the funny thing with this is from colorado we're like this is already they tried to do this um 
we kind of know how this is going to go. And there's case law to support kind of how this is going to go. No jury is going to convict anyone of this. Right. And uh, for the prosecution, they have to prove impairment. A blood and anagram level doesn't prove impairment. With uh, alcohol, there's a direct correlation between blood alcohol and how impaired you are in terms of like your bodily function right. and, and your driving and stuff. It's true. With, cannabis, with THC, it is not as uh, like concrete as just the more there is, the more impaired you are. It's different. It's a different type of intoxicant. And in just trials that have happened here for cannabis DUIs, they almost never get convictions because no jury wants to convict anyone. And it's really, really, really hard to prove impairment when uh, that blood nanogram thing gets thrown out uh, as like that is not a judge of what impairment it all is. Just, how, it all how came to me. I would just argue it's inverse, inverse impairment. The more you smoke, the less high you get. If you smoke all day, every day for a month, you're barely going to fucking feel it. Uh, We need to do it. I got the idea. Closed course, dabulence. Dabulence is what you have to drive. And you you guys get the the different demographics of tokers. And, you know, let's see what we can do. Set up the cones. Where's the comment, man? Somebody is ready. One of the DGC is ready to put a turbocharger in the dabulance, man. He says, we will dust. We will dust the looper, man. Right? (laughs) (laughs) I'll find the comment for tomorrow, man. Awesome. Love the DGC. Next article here out of Marijuana Moment. They got some good stuff. Marijuanamoment.net. USDA is developing hemp-based cosmetics and personal care products. Um, which this is cool because aren't some cosmetics made out of like synthetic stuff or bat shit or something like that? All sorts of weird stuff where I can't remember, but there's pretty disgusting stuff that's in there. I won't get into it. This is the USDA is teaming up with a chemical manufacturing company on a two year project uh, that could significantly expand hemp based cosmetics market. Hmm. Told you that hemp lobby was getting in there, man. Interesting. So they're trying to come up with an innovative approach to hemp processing to create products that perform specific functions like protecting skin from UV. Uh, that'd be dope. Wait, uh, you you are you are skipping the coolest word I they know, have there. Oh, I'm it's skip a, that word. Uh, they're trying to trying to create cosmeceuticals. Cosmeceuticals. So like <laughs> cosmetics uh, combined, and pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Cosmeceuticals. Um, it's creepy. Also retaining. I don't moisture. trust them anymore. <laughs> Or using hemp as stabilizing other active ingredients used in skincare formulations. This all sounds good to me so far. Uh, Except for why is the F or the USDA partnering with like a single company to do it's this? Weird. Well, they're partnering. I, I with never knew they did that. Illinois, Illinois-based Midwest Bioprocessing Center to apply the process known as biocatalysts to hemp seed oil. Instead of relying on harsh chemicals and solvents to bind antioxidants to fats in products like vegetable oil, um, that's awesome. I guess. Okay, I guess the USDA would have to approve this process or these processes, so maybe it just gets right in on the ground floor of you know working to I don't know, discover them. I have no idea. Interesting though. All right, go USDA. Because, uh, I mean, because it's a crop. It's going to be a major, is already a pretty major crop. I mean, not in comparison to like sure, soy. Sure, sure. Absolutely. It's agriculture, U.S. Department of Agriculture. Yeah, this Sorry. is, uh, I think this all sounds good to me, man. Seeing all the different uses yep. uh, that we can do with hemp and now going into cosmetics and it said things with like vegetable oil uh, would be dope. Seeing more of that, I, I don't know if anybody out there uses straight hemp oil. I am a fan. Put it in some smoothies. If you can palate it, you're, you're in a rush. 
If you pour a tablespoon of just straight hemp oil and swallow it, it's kind of weird consistency though. It might make you gag a little bit. Ew, gross, man, gross. <laughs> you got to eat something or wash it down with something after the fact. Yeah. All right, well, that's Can cool. Can you put Master it in Paul. an enchilada, dude? <laughs> yes, put it in an enchilada. I miss my breakfast burritos, man. They don't have them up north like they do in Colorado. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, I had Guilty. like four spots picked out or even five. I thought about making like a little website, just dude's breakfast burrito guide of Denver, depending on where you're at. So, yeah, I'm guilty of the burritos, man. Tell I'm hungry for lunch. All right, let's laugh a little bit. We got some memes here. Uh, first one, good... what is this? Dude, this is weird. Actually, this is just one to make you think. This is by Andre Nika... Nikita. Andre Nikita. Nikata. Anyway, GMO Nicotina. mosquitoes. Uh, Nicotina. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, this is from Florida. And this is, I guess it's, uh, you know, right at the Florida Keys, right near Homestead, kind of where I hang out sometimes. It says the Florida Keys, home to GMO mosquitoes. And it says risky, unwanted, unnecessary. And it's like one of these big billboards. And it says say no, because I guess they're, I don't even say that there's a, a ballot about it. I think they just started releasing these GMO mosquitoes in Florida, man. And by the way, this is just some, it's, it's a joke. It says, dude, get the zapper. The GMO is gone. And I think that's a, you know, a reference to GMO, the uh, strain, but fucking weird, man. I asked Guru to uh, just do a little bit of research on this. So exactly what are they doing? I remember this, uh, this happening. It was so controversial. I had a professor that did this for spider mites, and this might be based off of the research that he did. Um, they are taking male mosquitoes. Right. And genetically modifying them so that uh, their offspring, when they go out into the get released out into the wild when they mate with right. a like natural female uh, mosquito, uh-huh. her offspring will all die um, and be sterile. So it kind of ends a generation and doesn't let them uh, replicate any of the ones that these male mosquitoes mate, mate with. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's to try and like bring huge mosquito populations down. But the difference between like the spider mites doing this and mosquitoes right. is spider mites don't really serve an ecological niche. They are considered something of like a scourge of God. Yeah. Where mosquitoes Animals. mosquitoes yeah, serve I mean, yeah. a huge, it may be population control, sure. um, but they serve an important purpose in uh, like in, in, in a ecological setting. So they are important. That's why people are a little bit uh, like up in arms against this. Yeah. And, and there's not a ton of research done on what these genetic uh, modifications and them being out and just released into the wild where right. evolution is going to happen over time. And with bugs, it happens very quick. They don't know exactly what's going to like in game will happen with these uh, mosquitoes being released out there. It is what Rob Dunn was saying, man. It's wide fucking open. Biology is wide open. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I'm for whatever gets rid of more damn mosquitoes. <laughs> They're gnarly up here. They're, they can be gnarly. You can't stop sometimes. Like when you're on your bike, you can't stop. I stopped to change a flat and I had to move my bike position like four times till I get it done. Because once there's one, they start they start congregating on you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm lucky. I have the blood they don't really like. <laughs> this next one here I picked because I need it explained to me. Does anybody got this? Uh, titled me oh this is just by meme users and it's just magic mirror yeah i don't know but it just made me think of Wee herman it's Wee herman and who that's magic mirror is who he's looking at is that right i guess so remember it's the little genie head guy and it says dude dude and uh all it reminds me of is Wee herman Wee's playhouse who would have thunk that guy was weird man 
<laughs> I don't care. He was cool. That character is fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> it was. Uh, <laughs> all right. This is the last one you, you picked here. What do you got? Come on, hit it, girl. What do you... Yeah, this was interesting. Who is this? Is Uncle Tim from St. Louis? Remember, this was the... I can't I remember, the city former, commissioner. Like St. Louis County prosecutor or something. Yeah, and I said that he kind of looks like the kind of guy that would say, yeah, I'd hit that, Scotty. And if I catch you, pay $100. Remember, you were pissed about the $100 fine. I, w- I was uh, pissed. Like, we're not going to make you a felon anymore. Or, you know, we won't fine you 1000 Still, we want 100 This one is hilarious. And when I looked who made it, it's none other than the legendary Lemon GF. Back with nice. a couple new memes, man. So, yeah, right on, awesome. I'm, yeah, glad to see you. Uh, you're still up to it, man. All right. Well, the, the best uh, social media. You got, you got your own social media picture here, huh? Ah, dude, Google. Google. This was about the week that you called me up and said, hey, man, you can grow 36 plants without any kind of special license. You want to move up? And I was like, yeah, I'll move up, man. I think I think I told you. I'm like, look, I have consulted with, with an attorney. Yes. This is what's going <laughs> on. But this was me about that time, man, sweating my ass off every single day or wearing those boots to keep snakes away and just uh, hoping I didn't get bit by a brown recluse when I slept at night. I mean, I was out there into it. That was me just building my bamboo nursery. And uh, those boots look so hot, like so not like make me. I'm a flip flop guy, like 365. So I'm hating on those. Uh, Yeah, but I just mean you just can't. You can't wear anything but boots when you're working with all that, you know, even on farm equipment, just getting on a tractor. I mean, granted, everybody was laughing at me. Everybody else had jeans, but I rocked the uh, cargo shorts, man. That's what I don't get. Like, didn't like the back in the day, like in Vietnam, like the Viet Cong, like they like they like kicked a lot of butt. And all they wore was flip flops in those jungles, those tiny sandal things, man. I wasn't born there. All right. I bought that place (laughs) in 2003. Thank you. All right. (laughs) All right, let's do this, man. Let's put it in the bag with some shout-outs. Hope you had a good time. DGC, I'm going to start it off with Tumbleweed and Big Papa Bells. How you doing? Yeah, all right. How about Cousin T and Drone Outlaws? How you doing? Eon, Eon420 and the Fudge Bag. Yeah, Cannabis Corpse. All right. Play a little bit of that later. And Purple Hippie Libra. Oh. Trash Possum, old Trash Possum, and Jake, no breaks. All right, DGC, stay higher, my friends. Tell some girl talk is coming at ya. Hey, take it easy. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. It's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new It's just weed, it's just weed it's just weird, it's just weird I like to smoke it all day long yeah. 
Smoking weed, I ain't done nothing.